Ciao! There are recent headlines announcing a possible rise in new construction cancellations as builders deal with rising interest rates. In this episode of the Real Estate Podcast with me, Nico James Bach, I'm going to talk about pre-construction and buyer deposits, carry-on warranty coverage as it relates to said deposits, as well as the short-term effects of rising interest rates on pre-construction projects in the GTA. Toronto housing developers could cancel the construction of up to 5,000 condo units as the costs of borrowing and building soar, according to a recent headline in The Globe. Construction costs have climbed across the country. They're always climbing. Putting up a high-rise in Toronto is now 21% more expensive than it was during the same quarter of last year according to Statistics Canada Buildings Construction Price Index. And with the Bank of Canada's benchmark interest rates having risen 125 basis points in the past four months, construction's loans are also becoming more expensive. Such an increase in costs can put added stress on a developer, as projects typically can't receive construction loans until most of the units have already sold to pre-construction buyers. The time between building approval pre-construction, and occupancy is usually about five to seven years, depending, of course, on the size of the project. If costs rise during that interval, a developer can't easily raise prices to compensate because many of its condos are pre-sold. Instead, the increased expenses eat away at profit margins. When projects in the early stages become unprofitable, they're often cancelled. According to Urbanation's research, about 5,000 pre-construction units were sold in 2021 for less than $1,000 per square foot, which would make them economically unfeasible to build under current financial conditions. Many of those could cancel, said Urbanation's president, Sean Hildebrand. If Toronto developers start cancelling projects, buyers who made deposits on pre-construction condos will have their money refunded, as required by Ontario law. But those who signed sale agreements years ago could find that they now have to pay higher prices for similar units. As a buyer, you should have three professionals assist you with the purchase of a pre-construction property. Number one, a realtor. Remember, your realtor represents your interests. Your realtor will help you through the entire process, from unit home selection to pre-qualification and pre-approval, to an explanation of the many documents, including the tarion warranty process and documentation. The builder's real estate sales team represents the builder's interests only and is put in place to sell as many units as possible. Professional number two on your side is a lawyer specializing in pre-construction. Your lawyer also represents your interests. Your lawyer will go through the agreement of purchase and sale, carry on warranty documents, and other documentation with a fine-tooth comb and highlight those areas that may have an impact on the final price of the property. Number three, an accountant to fully explain the financial implications and options at time of occupancy or project completion. These are your safeguards. Even with these safeguards in place, pre-construction projects are sometimes cancelled due to unforeseen circumstances. It is important to read your purchase agreement carefully 
and seek legal advice from your lawyer to understand the conditions which may allow the builder to terminate the purchase agreement. These conditions may include failure to sell enough units, inability to secure financing for the project, delays in obtaining the required building or planning approvals. When a pre-construction project is cancelled, buyers are entitled to receive their deposit back with any interest under Section 19.3 of Ontario Regulation 48 forward slash 01. The amount of interest owing is calculated using the Bank of Canada's overnight interest rate minus 2%. Now, Tarion has different deposit protection coverage for pre-construction freehold and condominium units. Let's take a look at the different types of coverage. Deposit protection for freehold homes. If you signed your purchase agreement before January 1st, 2018, your deposit is protected by Tarion up to a maximum of $40,000. If you signed on or after January 1st, 2018, your deposit coverage depends on the purchase price of your new home. If the sale price is $600,000 or less, your deposit coverage under Tarion is up to $60,000. If the sale price is over $600,000, that same deposit coverage, again under Tarion, represents 10% of the purchase price to a maximum of $100,000. Deposit protection for condominium units. Condominium unit deposits must be placed in trust under the provisions of the Condominium Act. If your purchase agreement is terminated by the builder, your deposit must be returned to you in full within 10 days. If your deposit is not returned, Tarion provides deposit protection up to $20,000. This amount may increase uh, in the near future, but as it stands now, it's up to $20,000. An important tip. Before treating your purchase agreement as terminated and to ensure that your deposit claim will be covered by Tarion, you should consult your lawyer that you used as part of the purchase process. Also, your purchase agreement contains important information about your rights, your builder's rights, your unit, and the entire project. To ensure that you are protected and understand exactly what you're signing up for, you should strongly consider having your agreement carefully reviewed by your lawyer who is experienced in pre-construction condominium transactions. Also keep in mind that you have an initial 10-day period to cancel your, project, your purchase under the Condominium Act 1988. So, if on further review you decide that you no longer wish to go through with your purchase, you're able to terminate your agreement within that period and get your deposit back. Some clauses in the builder's agreement of purchase and sale that you should pay particular attention to. 1. Amount of the unit and the deposit breakdown. This is one of the first clauses in the agreement of purchase and sale. It's made out to the law firm's name, in trust, the vendor solicitor or escrow agent or trustee, in the following amounts at the following times by check or bank draft as deposits depend as deposits pending completion or other termination of this agreement. That's the entire clause. Way down 
in the agreement, about halfway into the agreement of purchase and sale, there are sections that deal with termination without default and the Tarion Warranty Corporation. Termination without default reads, In the event this agreement is terminated through no fault of the purchaser, all deposit monies paid by the purchaser towards the purchase price, together with any interest required by law to be paid, shall be returned to the purchaser. Provided, however, that the vendor shall not be obligated to return any monies paid by the purchaser as an occupancy fee. The vendor shall be entitled to require the purchaser to execute a release of any surety, lender, or any other third party requested by the vendor in its discretion prior to the return of such monies. If no, if no event shall, in no event, shall the vendor or its agent be liable for any damages or costs whatsoever and without limiting the generality of the foregoing for any loss of bargain, for any relocation costs, or for any professional or other fees paid in relation to this transaction. This provision may be pleaded by the vendor as a complete defense to any such claim. With regards to Tarion Warranty Corporation, a, a clause could read, the vendor represents and warrants to the purchaser that the vendor is a registered vendor with Tarion. This is very important. The vendor, the builder, has to be a registered vendor with Tarion. Okay? The clause continues. The vendor covenants that on completion of this transaction, a warranty certificate for the unit will be requested by the vendor from Tarion. The vendor further covenants to provide the corporation with a similar warranty certificate with respect to the common elements. These shall be the only warranties covering the units and common elements. The purchaser acknowledges and agrees that any warranties of or liabilities for workmanship or materials in respect of any aspect of the construction of the condominium, including the unit, whether implied by this agreement or at law or in equity or by any statute or otherwise, including without limitation breach of contract, breach of warranty, negligence, or breach of duty, shall be limited to only those warranties deemed to be given by the vendor under the ONHWPA, which is the Ontario New Home Warranties Plan Act, and shall extend only for the same for the time period and in respect of those items as stated in the ONHWPA. Now, deposit refunds as it relates specifically to condominiums in Ontario. If a project is terminated, okay, the vendor is obligated, obliged, under Condominium Act to refund all monies paid by the purchaser plus interest calculated in accordance with the Condominium Act. Under these provisions of the Act, the interest required to be paid is two percentage points less than the Bank of Canada rate, which is recalculated every six months. Since 2008, that bank rate has been less than 2%, and thus, effective interest rate payable has been 0%. As interest rates obviously climb, that amount will, be ch- will change. There are several layers of protection for deposit monies paid in relation to a condominium unit purchase. 
First, as I just mentioned, the Tarion Addendum, which was required to be attached to every single agreement of purchase and sale for a condominium unit, specifically addresses this situation. The addendum requires that if the purchase agreement is terminated, that the vendor will refund all the monies paid by the purchaser, including any monies paid for upgrades and extras, within 10 days. In addition, under the Condominium Act, any monies received by the vendor of a condominium project must be held in trust. This includes deposit monies and any other payments made under the purchase agreement, such as for upgrades and extras. The vendor does have a right to have some or all of the deposit monies released from trust, but only if the vendor has arranged for acceptable security to protect the return of deposit obligation. If for some reason the vendor is unable or unwilling to return the deposit, then the purchaser is entitled to turn to the trustee, who was obligated to hold the deposit monies in trust. The purchaser can then make a claim to the trustee, usually a lawyer, for return of the deposit from trust accounts maintained by the trustee. If the deposit monies are no longer in trust, then the purchaser has an alternative protection being the third-party backstop of Tarion and or an insurance company. The purchaser can turn to Tarion for payment of the deposit or portion that has not yet been returned up to $20,000. It is also possible that anything over $20,000 is protected by a third-party major insurance company which has issued a deposit protection policy for the money. In circumstances where an agreement of purchase and sale is about to be terminated or has been terminated, it is highly recommended that the purchaser seek the advice of a residential real estate lawyer to help guide them through the return of deposit process. Other than deposit protection, there is no warranty or protection under the Ontario New Home Warranties Plan that covers losses that may be incurred by a purchaser when a purchase agreement is terminated under the addendum, such as loss of profit due to changes in market prices. Inflation and interest rates. To achieve the interest, the inflation target, the bank adjusts, raises or lowers, lowers its key policy interest rate. If inflation is above the 2% target, target like it is now, the bank may raise the policy rate, which it is now doing. This prompts banks to increase interest rates on their deposits, loans, and mortgages. Higher interest rates encourage saving and discourage borrowing, and in turn, spending. In response, companies often increase their prices more slowly or even lower them to encourage demand. This reduces inflation. Lower interest rates work in the opposite way and can help increase inflation if it is too low. In short, a rising interest rate environment isn't the only thing, thing that's making buyers, developers, and investors alike sweat in this current climate. Inflation and the possibility of a recession are also contributing to a changing strategy heading into the next three months. The pandemic is not over, and it too is a contributing factor. Keep in mind, though, what goes up must come down at some point. It is predicted that the interest rates will start their downward trend in late 2023 or early 2024. Challenging times are ahead for sure. There are also exciting times as we continue to navigate, in some cases, unfamiliar territory, and in other cases, factors that we've seen many times in our recent past. Remember, the more time you spend in the real estate market, 
the better you'll do. That's all for today's podcast. Thanks for your attention. It is very much appreciated. If you want some clarity on the residential and or commercial industrial micro-markets, or if you have any interest in the pre-construction buying process, don't forget to follow and or DM me, Nico James Bach, a broker at Roy LePage Signature Realty in downtown Toronto, on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and on my Facebook business page. I post real-time stats on those channels that you don't want to miss. Instagram and Twitter are under the handle Nico underscore real estate. Facebook and LinkedIn are under Real Estate with Nico. My website, www.realestatewithnico.com. And my email address is nbach at royallepage.ca. Ciao!